A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Yo, you're listening to All Elite Podcast. Boom. And it is the worst podcast ever. We live! Ow! This is Isaiah Cassidy, I'm Mark Quinn, and we're Private Party. This is the All Elite Podcast. You're listening to the All Elite Podcast. Which happens to be the worst podcast I've ever been on. you. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the All Elite Podcast, right here in the No Holds Bar Network, your source for all wrestling podcast content and more. I'm your host of the All Elite Podcast, as always, your self-proclaimed greatest host, Kyle Masters, always joined by my lovely co-host. She is the EVP of Giggles, the heartbreak chick, the queen of the indies herself, Tiffany. Ah. Looking over. And McDuff is destroying my uh, bed right the Mc, now. <laughs> the McDoof. McDuff, stop destroying my he's, bed. He's being a heel. He is. Don't be that way, you little <laughs> brat. <laughs> hey, don't be like a Tyson. Don't freak out over your bed. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, though. Oh, man. We got a lot to talk about today, folks. But welcome to the All Elite Podcast. Myself and Tiff go over everything AEW. We cover Dark, BTE, AEW Dynamite. We give you everything. Pay-per-view reviews, interviews, whatever it is surrounding that AEW world. We talk about it right here in a positive and fun manner on the podcast. And uh, very interesting week in Dynamite. We had the fallout for uh, Double or Nothing, which uh, Tiff, it's being said now, that AW has broken its own pay-per-view record with this past Dynamite with the amount of buy buy-ins that it had. So congrats to them for that. That's huge, especially in a time where live sports is like a commodity right now and people are just itching for it. So this was big for them to have a big pay-per-view and uh, looks like Double or Nothing did very good with the uh, rumored buy. So I can't wait to see that number when it comes out. Um, they did about 835,000 for views this week, which is pretty good. That's up. So I imagine that's because of the ending of Dynamite and what happened. Uh, and, and just all the, the hype surrounding Dynamite this week. is a hu- It was a good episode this week. Very good episode. Yeah. Well, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It, it was good between the fact of we wanted to see what was going to happen on Dynamite this week. We, we had a really good BTE episode this week. I mean, damn. <laughs> dark was like an hour and a half long. Oh, like, man. Like- <laughs> we had a pay-per-view dark. Was that so was stuff. that double or nothing dark this week? It's like that was we had like an hour and a half. You know what I think it is though? I think they're pumping them all out now because these are all the ones that were taped. 
because now that they're back to live TV, they can do live dark or like a, a, a tape dark from the week before. Because you notice like some of these darks are in different times of the day. So clearly taped at different times. But uh, yeah. yeah, we had like an hour and a half worth of dark and uh, developments that happened on dark this week that transitioned into dynamite, which is always good to see as well. So right. um, especially kind of want to start out with that. And I'm so weirded out by this. So. I guess the bunny is not part of the whole butcher and the blade thing. Uh, during the Dustin and the, the, the natural, the night, the natural nightmares this week's uh, tag team match with uh, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. She came out in like a red dress, like not looking like the bunny, looking like a gorgeous model and had QT's apple and was eating it. <laughs> And then it, it like fired up QT and he went nuts in the match at that point. Yeah. And the brain's going, what the hell? What's this? What's this harlot doing over here? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you saw like the memes that were floating. Oh, around. yeah. So I have the picture. I don't have it in meme form, but here's the picture of what I think you're talking about of this, uh, ringside dynamite this week. Yes. Of uh, Brandy looking over and then just QT's not paying attention. And Allie's trying to get QT to pay attention to her. And it's just this is just odd. Oh, my God. Very odd. I was cracking up with, uh, I think it was All Elite Professor that put it out. It was like, Dustin said it was me. Brandy was 2020. A QT was my plans. And <laughs> Ali was the, the the coronavirus. And I'm oh like, oh God. my goodness. <laughs> like, this is terrible. But hey, you know what? It could be the start of a storyline, right? That she comes yeah. out as this gorgeous chick and... Again, like I feel like now with we talked about this even on the predictions, like mm -hmm. it's time for a lot of the feuds to end and we need new storylines. Yeah. So uh maybe maybe we have a new storyline like that's interesting. What it looks like, it's you an know? interesting one. Just all of a sudden just bunny's just gone from butchering a blade, just that's it. Um right. but before we go anywhere, I tease this this week. Uh a fun, fun thing coming here to the podcast, guys. If you are a fan of the podcast, you're gonna want to get in on this, this is an awesome, awesome tournament announcement. And let me just pull it up here. It is the AEP, yes, the All Elite Podcast Twitter World Championship Tournament. And I'm here to give you guys the details on this championship tournament. This is going to be very fun. It's going to be interactive with you guys out there. I've been saying this for a while. We want to get something out there with you guys to interact. We love interacting with you fans out there and everyone on Twitter. Um, and it's going to be fun and positive. It's going to be very, very awesome. So here we go. So the details on this tournament. Uh, it's going to feature 16 stars from AEW. So there's going to be 16 stars. Fans will vote for who to move on. So there will be Twitter polls for you to vote on and vote for a certain superstar who's matched up against someone to move on. Uh, the bracket seating will be at random. Uh, they won't be you – know, I'm not going to sit there and choose who's going to face who. Uh, round one will begin next week. Uh, and the winner will be crowned the AEP Twitter World Champion. Now, you're sitting there asking, well, how does this? how is this more fan interactive? Well, here you go. Fans will also get to choose one AEW wrestler of their choosing that they want to win. Fans must tweet the wrestler's name with hashtag All Elite Podcast and the hashtag AEP Tourney in their tweet. To that's this is how you're selecting your wrestler to win. That way, I can write it down and put you next to the person. If the rest of the fans chose wins, a random draw will happen with the, that winner. So everyone who's picked that particular wrestler will go into a random draw, 
and the winner will receive a $50 gift card to shopaew.com. So the name of the wrestler that you want, and you have to put the hashtag All Elite Podcast and AEP Tourney. Now we have a, a total of six, or sorry, eight participants starting. And here you go. I'll put them on the screen for you guys. Those are the first eight participants in the tournament. The next eight is going to be up to you. So after this podcast is done, I'm going to put out a tweet that you guys are going to vote in for who you want to see in the tournament. There's eight more spots to fill. You guys will put the name of the wrestler in the in the bottom section of the tweet. And then uh, based on popularity, I will put them in and then I'll send out another tweet. But beginning on the podcast next week, I will reveal the first bracket. So uh, make sure you guys look out for the tweet after this podcast on AEP on who you want to see in this tournament. So, so far we have Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Darby Allen, Hangman Page, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Chris Jericho, and John Moxley. And the winner will receive this beautiful belt. Not not the fan, but the, the AW wrestler <laughs> himself will receive this beautiful belt that I made, the Twitter World Championship title. Uh, I have a graphic ready to go for whoever wins, and then they will be crowned the first ever Twitter World Champion until we have another tournament. I feel attacked. None of my husbands are on this. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, maybe one of your husbands can get voted in. Tiff, how about you go and vote? I'm not. Getting, I'm not going to keep this. Uh, I feel, I feel from attacked you. right now, guys. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel personally offended right now. Well, Tiff, there's eight kid. more spots. You Woo-hoo! never know. Maybe a husband. Maybe a husband makes it in. Let's go, guys. Arch Cassidy, Matt Jackson, <laughs> Trent Beretta. All right. All right. Oof. Just got hot in here. <laughs> I need to put the AC up. <laughs> yeah, it's hot out there and it's hot in there now. <laughs> but uh, that's how we're going to do this tournament, guys. Very fun, interactive way to do a Twitter tournament. I think it's going to do very well. And then you have, you guys, your chance out there to win a $50 aid, shopaw.com gift card if you get your wrestler to win. So what you're going to do, you're going to want to retweet the poll with your wrestler of your choosing up whenever it goes up. Get people to vote for your wrestler. It's going to be a fun, interactive way to have with uh, the AW community and the Twitter community out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I love it. 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 <laughs> um, well, we already got. We already got some people say they love some tournaments. Cool. I know. I love. I love me some wrestling tournaments. So it's, it's like, a cool way to do it on Twitter. Yeah, Kyle Kaiga like went back to like the badass podcast thing. It's kind of cool. Like what he told me. Like this is something mm-hmm. that he wants. I'm, I'm I always so. I take a lot from that. You guys had a sick. You guys had an awesome podcast. So I got to take. I got to take some ideas. Good. I like it. I like it. See, yeah. that's why like Kylie's come on all the time, and then now here we are together. So, so speaking of next week, Tiff, AW yeah. Dynamite next week is already shaped out to be a solid show. I, I guess you can call it a championship show. But first of all, Chris Jericho, le champion, is going to be in action next week against who? Who knows. But he's going to have a wrestling match next week. We also have the AEW Tag Team World Titles up for grabs. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page will face off against Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian for the championship titles. So uh, I'm glad uh, Havoc and Sabian are getting a shot here. Uh, and it's going to be against Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page. It's going to be a sick match. It'll be a very mm-hmm. sick match. Yes, I'm ready. I'm all ready for this. And then last but not least, Cody Rhodes will f- defend his TNT Championship title against Jungle Boy, who won the Battle Royal this week on Dynamite. So the first ever TNT Championship defense will be next week. This is sure to be a good match. These two going at it. I'm almost certain they've had a match 
not too long ago, I want to say. Yeah, Why do I feel like they just had a match? I kind of, I think it was on a dynamite. I'm, I want to say. Yeah. I yeah. Think. That's, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, next, I can't remember like every single match, but yeah. So next week going to be a good episode. Um, as for this week, very interesting episode of dynamite. Uh, dark had about 11 or sorry, dark had 10 matches. So dark was stacked this week. I'll quickly just go over it quickly. Um, so yeah, as I said, Alex Reynolds and John silver, they faced natural nightmares. There's the whole alley thing with QT, uh, natural nightmares ended up going over, uh, Nakazawa faced Brandon Cutler. <laughs> Nakazawa. This was funny. We were, like, we were like so obsessed with like Nakazawa. Like when we started doing AP, like, yeah. <laughs> I think we kind of still are. Yes, we are. Uh, Nakazawa ended up going over, but uh, sucks for our buddy Brandon Cutler because he now has the first countout ever in AEW. The first countout ever happened on Dark this week, and it's Brandon Cutler. <laughs> like, Nakazawa pushed Cutler, and Cutler couldn't make it to the ring by like, 10 counts. Very close, but the referee determined Nakazawa wins by count. Poor Brandon Cutler. <laughs> Our boy, like, then, Cutler, hashtag Cutler footage. We need to bring that back. We do. And then Avalon came out and made fun of him. He had a match with Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy went over, so they're both still losers. Uh, I still feel like the, the match is going to come down maybe to All Out. It's going to be, like, Avalon versus Cutler, whoever gets a win. I think they're yeah, saving that for, like, I, when yeah, we get a crowd back. That's, that's what I uh, That's what I definitely think. See, hey, maybe you guys should, you know, tweet at Brent for Brandon Cutler to win our tournament. Yeah. So that at least he could say that, that he, he won something. Yeah, you know what? You, yeah. got, <laughs> you guys need to vote in Brandon Cutler out there for the tournament. <laughs> and if you're going to do it, put hashtag Cutler footage. Yeah, he'll see that. He, he appreciates loves that. that tweet. He so appreciates that tweet. Um, Christopher Daniels faced Serpentico. Or Serpent, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but he his second ever match in AEW. Christopher Daniels went over. Uh, Janela teamed up with Sunny Kiss, which was an interesting tandem, and they faced uh, the pra- the pairing of John Skyler and Brady Pierce. Yeah, those guys. I love the pictures that were floating around with uh, Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss. They're like two and zero. Oh my like- god, the one where they're on the couch, yes. he's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yes, I love it. I love it. So it's, they, it's so crazy to me to like see all these guys from like back then in the indies and like now they're like together. So it's such a cool. We just need some more Sunny Kiss on TV, man. We yes, need some more Sunny Kiss matches. We need a lot more yeah. people. We need a lot of people on freaking TV. So so they went over. Uh, Havoc and Sabian actually had a tag team match against uh, Tony Donati and Fabu Andre. <laughs> Kid you not, the guy's name's Fabu Andre. So Havoc and Sabian went over. Lee Johnson had his entrance. Against Cole Cabana, so we actually got to see Lee Johnson and our boy These Wolves, uh, Enough is Enough, which is also the theme song of Under the Ropes. Uh, team, our face against Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana went over, Tiff's favorite guy. Um, Penelope Ford <laughs> faced off against a girl named Ky- Kylan King, or Kylie King. I don't heard a weird first name, but Penelope Ford went over. And then the Best Friends had a tag team match against Sean Dean and Alan Angels, and the Best Friends went over. And this was funny because... Orange Cassidy literally lied on the stage with his elbow like on on the on the steps literally the entire match and then the match was won he just walked away. <laughs> just like I ah. Orange Cassidy man like the more we talk about it I mean come on. <laughs> and then uh Wardlow faced a uh, Grim and Wardlow went over by knockout. He won by knockout. Never seen that in AW. I think that might have been the first knockout victory too. So 
that was dark this week. Stacked 10 matches. It was basically like a pay-per-view. It was like an hour and a half long. Uh, so pretty, pretty good episode of Dark. As for this week, Dynamite, huge episode of Dynamite, like I said before. We had the Battle Royal. We had uh, the whole, we talked about the QT thing. But the main thing, there's actually two main things. The main thing that everyone's happy about is this. And I've put it up on the screen for you guys. Finally, the day has come where FTR is all elite. Isn't it crazy? I can't believe it's come this soon. I thought we were going to wait. Hang on, Tiff. Put the graphic <laughs> down there. Now you can show it. <laughs> Tiff, you know what? I think Tiff's uh, sorcery magic exalted one powers came back because she showed that during the was it the predictions or, yes. <laughs> or review and uh, now look they they made their debut. Is it crazy? It's so crazy. FTR. Well, we I, I've had this sign for like how long? It's been a while that, that I just haven't used it at all in, in a while. Now you can, now that they're here. And I, I'm shocked that they're here so short. I thought for sure we'd wait for a couple of months. I, I really thought that we were going to get them when we had a crowd. I really yeah. did. But let's, let's be real here, okay? Let, let's think about it. Because now I think, I, you know, Ray was saying this earlier. He's like, you think a lot differently now. And I do. And we talked about the whole Mike Tyson thing, right? That we're like, oh, to grab another audience, right? So we've grabbed, like, maybe we've grabbed another audience. And now, like, how do we keep them? You know, how, how do we keep, like, the new people? So here's FTR. So I was really shocked that, that they showed up uh, last night. Um, cause I really thought that we would get it like when we were able to have crowds again, cause it pop. So I, I imagine like everybody popped in their house. I mean, Twitter went nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. Twitter, Twitter exploded. Yeah. And so. that's why it was such a shock is I don't think anyone saw that coming. And you know what, when, when it, before there, we seen the car, I could hear it in the distance. I'm like, is that someone just driving by and being a, you know, being a dink and just revving their engine? It's like, you know, you, you can never tell. Right. But then like, then they show the car and I'm like, Oh, Who's making their entrance? We're doing another car scene in that same tunnel where Cody's yeah. truck was. And I'm like, oh, okay, who's this? And then I kind of saw, I think it was, uh, I don't know what he's going by now. Is uh, uh, Cash is bald yeah. head. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yo, that thing, that's a revival. And they come out. I'm like, oh, my God. Come on, you guys. Like, stop. I lost my mind. I'm like, okay. I tweeted, oh, shit. Like, I, was just, <laughs> I was going nuts. And, man, the... It was interesting because they came into the ring after the Butcher and the Blade were attacking Young Bucks after their match, and they turned on QT or they turned on the Blade and Butcher. And they they you know they kind of like fought them out, and then they had a stare down. They walked away from the Young Bucks, so they're obviously going to be doing a Young Bucks was, FTR. Yeah. I guess it was interesting it though. It was it was very interesting how they did it, right? Because you thought that they would come in and completely attack the Young Bucks and then like the Butcher and the Blade and then you turn around. So now we have, oh, we have so many options. So oh my F- God, the tag team division is so it's stacked. stacked. It's insane. It's so, absolutely insane. So they're saying FTR, it was I think Cash's picture on Twitter. It says Fear the Revolt. So I'm assuming they're Fear the Revolt, but then their t-shirt that they release says F the rest, <laughs> you know, F star CK the rest. <laughs> so sure. I, unless they're just going to be called FTR. I mean, FTR is fine. Or I think it's going to be fear the revolt in my eyes. I think that's a good name or just call them FTR, you know, but this sparks so much. Not only just, we're going to get the, finally the feud between the young bucks and 
the revival, which I don't think it's going to happen at fighter fest. This is going to be a whole summer feud that leads to all out. I'm assuming, um, I can't so, see them having a dynamite match. Brad said in the chat, can't use the revolt, uh, the revolt because there's a cease and desist order on it. Oh, so. hmm. that's okay. So, we will see. Call them FTR for now. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, we know who they are. FTR, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it was on the all elite Twitter, right? That I'm going to sit here and still call them a revival. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> we're not a WWE podcast. We're an AEP yeah. podcast. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! No, they're going in the chat like FCR versus Lucha. But oh my god, I can't again. Tag team wrestling is so special in AEW. I freaking love it. My Whoa. question is how how do they drag this out long enough that it reaches all out if they're not going to do it at Fighter Fest, or maybe they do it at Fighter Fest and they get it out of the way. Well, mm, I don't know. There's there's just you know what I mean because it's a right it's a long now. time. It's a right long time till September. Because the way that they can do it right is this. Out their mat, young bucks go after Butcher and the Blade, right? And that the way that they walked away from the young bucks last night, that's what could keep going on, building up to all out. Yeah. So I really see like their next, you know, their next feud is with Butcher and the Blade. So, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe they, they, they feud with them and then, you know, cash in. What's the, what's the other guy? Dax and Cash? Is that what they're called? Dax and Cash? They're or FTR. They're just kind of on the side watching them while they're having that feud and they're running through all the other tag teams. And yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it because we know this. the end game is going to be FTR versus the Young Bucks. I just I feel right. like if you're going to drag it out for three months, it's going to be interesting to see how they drag it out for three months. Well, that's what I until think. All out. I think it's going to be like a build to get to them because we want this so bad, right? But this screams all out. This does definitely scream all out. So it could be like their bill that they just keep walking I hope away. They didn't shoot themselves in the foot and did this too early. No, no way. It's really not that far away when you really think about it. We're almost at the end of May, right? I like guess. So that's three months though. Like, you June, July, August. Yeah, well, you know, I that's what I think. I think I think I mean, what do you guys think in the chat? Or if you're listening to this later, comment below, let us know. So, like, how do you think this is gonna go? I think it could really be like this, right? They set it up last night that they walked over to Young Bucks, they grabbed like the hair, they looked at them, then they turned around and then they went after Butcher and the Blade. So I feel like, you know, it's 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 gonna be something like this. Okay. Going forward. But I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. It does it doesn't matter. St- tagged any give me any yeah, tag yeah. team. It's stacked. So it's exciting for storyline, but it's now also exciting for BT because now these guys are back on BT for from a long absence. So I am interested to see how they incorporate them back into BT through all this. Um, so that was a big thing with uh, Dynamite this week, obviously with that huge huge return. Um, Mark Quinn is said to be okay. Uh, there were some people saying that it wasn't a real injury, and some people were saying it was real. I was very confused in the whole thing. It looked real to me. That's why it, the, it looked real to me because the end of the match was awkward. It's like Matt Hardy didn't know he was the legal man. They kind of was like, yeah, you, you got to come pin him. You got to come pin him. And like the pin happened really quickly. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then Matt Hardy went out and helped Mark Quinn. And I was just like, okay, that's kind of. There's, there's a history there. You know, yeah. like it's not like the private party hasn't faced you know the hardy boys so like it just it's happened in the past and it's like there's they love you know matt so much and we've talked about this we've seen it on like twitter with their videos and i'm flipping out from matt and stuff like so um so there is a relationship there so i oh my 
God. So, but no, it was really cool. And I don't know if you saw the tweet, even Matt was like, oh, I'm so glad it was good. You know, like you're not like really like injured. And I love, I love seeing interaction even on Twitter. So. So that version of Matt Hardy was interesting. That was a very, very old version of Matt Hardy because he, <laughs> he at first was like the old, like kind of gothic Matt Hardy at first when he was changing in the locker room there right at the beginning. And then he went to an even older one and talked about doing, you know, you wanted the spot monkey Matt Hardy. So that was, uh, he dug deep for that gimmick. So I hope we end up getting Damascus full time though. Kind of, Again, I think that the changing of Matt Hardy's gimmicks has run its course. He's kind of done it a couple of times now, and it's like, okay, we get it. Like You can change gimmicks all the time. Hopefully that's not his thing from now on. I kind of want him to – he just he, he put a lot of effort and stuff into this Damascus character, so I kind of want that to grow on itself and have that expand. So And then it start introducing Neo because Neo now – because Vanguard 1's gone and Neo's in here. So we'll see what happens with that. So much like all over the place because I'm thinking about BTE with the damn yeah. <laughs> funeral for freaking oh, Vanguard. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's gonna be like one of those episodes that I'm gonna go all over the place. So <laughs> we had a we had a battle royal for the TNT to see who would face Cody for the TNT championship. That was an interesting battle royal. A lot of cool people in there. Uh, <laughs> the funny part right at the beginning when was it uh, Billy Gunn? His entrance music started, but he was on the outside with his son. And he was like, wait, that's my music. I'm in the match. And he hopped the barrier. And Austin's like, that's my dad. <laughs> oh. Poor Arch Cassidy, though. Yeah. Like, yo, they, like. Did they mess up at the beginning? Because he made his entrance. He's just like, what the hell? No. They started the match. Because Luther freaking jumped the gun, I think, before the bell and started attacking someone. <laughs> well, I guess it had to be like that distraction for it so that was but, funny but ray get your friends okay like going after my husband this has been the argument going on for the last couple of days get your friends okay like <laughs> so it came down to the final i thought it was going to be mjf for sure um because he cut a promo before this and that promo was interesting because there was kind of a little tension little trouble in paradise between wardlow and mjf there i don't know Oh man! I don't know what's going on there, Wardlow. You're you're kind of being uh, you're kind of being shown as MGS little. You know what? The toilet paper that they, yeah. they were talking about in the <laughs> chat earlier. <laughs> so that was interesting. I thought, and then he got punched in the face while MGF had the ring on. It came down to Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy. I'm like, okay, this is a, this is how you book a good battle royal to put some your new talent over, and. It, we got a little good mini match out of it. I do want to see Orange Cassidy and uh, Jungle Boy go at it in a one-on-one match eventually. I think those two could tear the house down in a full match. Um, and then Jungle Boy ended up getting the win, so good for him. And I think he'll have a really excellent match with uh, Cody Rhodes next week. Which I was, oh, I was really hoping Orange Cassidy was going to win this. I thought for sure. You know what? In the back of my head, I kind of thought that he might have won this, or he was going to Yeah. Like while it was happening. And then... It didn't, obviously, but uh, speaking of the TNT Championship, Cody cut a promo um, saying that he's going to be defending, he's going to basically do the work as he, you know, he kind of promotes, he's going to come on the show at each and every single week and defend that championship. A lot of people got a mixed reviews about this because they didn't think that it was going to be treated as a TV title, and that's kind of what a TV title is. It gets defended week by week on the shows. So I think that's why people were confused because they are first advertising as this championship to be like a major title and it was supposed to mean something. But now you're kind of putting it on a weekly television week after week after week after week. It's kind of going to diminish itself a little bit. But uh, we'll see. Maybe 
there's some method to his madness with Cody. But the one thing that someone pointed out on Twitter, and I took the, and I got the other picture, and I'm like, okay, is Cody trying to do something here? Is Cody trying to start? Now put it on the screen for you guys. His own four horse horseman stable. Because he did the four thing, and he 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 paused for a moment. And as you can see backstage, who's that on the left? Who's that? Is that Arn Anderson with the four? I know like he has his history of the four with Tully, and then you have the revival doing the four horse women thing. But it just got me thinking. Someone tweeted it, and then Cody, I think, retweeted it or quote retweeted it with like a I'm not saying anything face. Could you imagine a four horse men stable with the primary three there being the revival and Cody Rhodes? And then adding whoever else to it. Yeah, but you're thinking like WWE, Kyle. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how is that thinking like WWE? Just like I don't know. I just feel like it's <sighs> anyway. <laughs> it's not. I don't. I don't understand how that's thinking like WWE. I don't know. I just anyway. I just anyway. The Ooh Kilmer says I think Cody wants the TNT title to be like the old TV title. Yeah. Which, I, I don't know. It, sure. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to jump to any speculation. We'll see. Maybe, again, there's method to Cody's madness. Maybe it's going to be it's gonna be great being defended on, on weekly TV. But I guess, I'm guessing it's starting the week after. Not next week. It's going to be an open challenge he's going to be doing for that title. So that'll be interesting. And it's a good, also a good way for Cody to put over people with that o- open challenge as well. So Well, I hope they start putting over a lot of the new talent. So I'm really excited for Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy needs some damn wins in this. He's so damn good. I know he's young and stuff. He needs some wins, but I don't think he's winning next week. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I don't think so either. But like, I think... Uh, they game a, a Royal Rumble, or the Royal Rumble. The Battle Royal win. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for other, other stuff on Dynamite this week, um, Bert Baker... <laughs> So she made an appearance. I didn't think I didn't know if she was going to stay off TV with her injury, but it looks like we're going to get more Britt Baker even with this injury because she got wheeled out in her role model wheelchair that was all glittered up. Your oh favorite, <laughs> and she had her uh, her friend there. Uh, what's her name? Uh, she was from her her vignette from a couple weeks ago. She pushed her out. Oh, um, she's a wrestler. I forget her yeah. name. <laughs> it's it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't. Rebel, yeah. So yeah. she pushed Rebel pushed her out, and you know, Tony Schiavone there, and they got her her role models, you know, paper thingy going, and you know, I didn't think it was a bad promo. It, it's still it's still working with me, even doing it live. She's getting heat. She's generating heat. Um, I think the beginning and the middle of the promo were better than the end. It kind of came off weak, like a weak ending into the promo. But you know, it is what it is. I guess it's good that she's still getting featured on TV, even with that injury that. Uh, said to be six to eight weeks long. She says she's going to be back by uh, all out. She finished her run with saying she'll be back by all out. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm going to assume she means maybe getting right into the title picture by then. We'll see. Oh, please. No, because but it was funny that her board, her board, she attributed everything that's happened to her in AEW. All the bad stuff was Aubrey's fault of all people. How dare you blame Aubrey Britt Baker? How dare you? She is a nice lady. Is she gonna get in her face like like how, how like Jericho gets in her face? Is like you're a terrible ref. <laughs> Aubrey's a nice lady. She's a good ref. I can definitely see something like that going on. But, she had that you know, that I, board and everything tied I back know. to Aubrey, and I'm like, how dare you? I love the fact the role model that thing was cracking me yeah. up. On, uh, that oh my goodness, I, I see so many tweets about that. They're like, did it did it say roll R O L L on the chair? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it rolls, you know. 
culprit is pretty much the female Jericho Brad. Yeah, I mean, in a way. Um, but she's getting better, like, like, right? I mean, since like months ago, she definitely deserves, like, you know, it's so much better being in a heel spot. I feel like. So, and then um, she copied him from his character. He said, well, "Yeah, hey, you know, gotta get some inspiration, right? Gotta some work with inspiration." That. <laughs> um, what else happened on Dynamite this week? Oh, the whole Brian Cage. Coming oh, okay, out. so. Yeah. That was cool. So Moxley made his uh, entrance. Happy he's got his title back. He came through the crowd. People that were there were loving it. Comes on commentary. Uh, Moxley on commentary, I could stand. You know, there's only a few people you can stand on commentary, I feel, that are, you know, listenable on commentary. Don't take away too much from it. Moxley thinks one of those guys. I just, I felt like he he played a good role in commentary. He he said we had to say when it was needed. He didn't take up time from the other commentators. I thought he was good on commentary. And then this was mainly to to start setting up what is uh, Brian Cage's first match. I guess he's, quote unquote, cashing in his chip at Fighter Fest and will face John Moxley at Fighter Fest, which we don't really know if it's going to be a free pay-per-view again this year or if it's going to actually be a paid pay-per-view. I imagine it's going to be a paid pay-per-view and they don't have a date for it because like they they promoted it later in the night on dynamite and jr's like didn't really tell us a date and there was no date on the ad so right. we don't have a date for it yet so i guess they're figuring that out I yeah don't know. It's, not, it's not out yet but see this is what i said about on the review show of double or nothing i still wish like they wouldn't have told us right off the bat that brian cage was cashing in then i feel like that would have been also great i mean don't get me wrong this was great what we saw in dynamite but i i felt like it would have been a little bit more if they're like oh we're cashing in like and see his raw reaction on dynamite this week yeah that's what i wish that we would have got i feel like it just would have been have him attack john moxley no not even but just the fact of like taz in the ring with him and like you know what baby like okay coming for you we're cashing in we're cashing in on this i felt like it would have been more genuine like i would i would have got even more hyped with that interaction on seeing it on dynamite i mean this was great right this was a great segment right i just feel like it you know it would have been even better if he would have did it there instead of it just being put on like social yeah cash again um the line that he dropped was pretty sick, and I have it here. I wanted to make sure I had it written down. Uh, God, before I say it. Oh, my God, I had it written down. Where is it? It was a really good line. It was a really good line. So, um, yeah, I don't know where it is. But anyways, yeah, Brian Cage and the Taz, very good pairing. I thought that was a very smart idea. Um, I think uh, Moxley and him are going to have a really good match, too. Whenever that may be. I don't know. Is this the one that takes the belt off Moxley? <sighs> this is going to be a crazy match. That's all I know. Man, I thought I had the thing written down here somewhere. <laughs> I'm actually pretty upset that I don't have it. <laughs> like, I'm actually, like, very upset. Maybe you wrote me an RGM. If someone in the chat puts like what Taz said that li- that line dropper. Oh, here it is. Okay. I got it. Beat yeah. him if you can. Survive if he lets you. Like basically a play on Taz's uh, Taz's gimmick back in the day. So that was that was pretty cool. I loved how Taz said that. I think 
that should be like their main catchphrase for Brian Cajun. Right. He's a good man. Brian Cajun is sweet. If people don't know, the guy's a big guy that like, is very agile, and he, he does a lot more in the ring than your typical big guy in that size. So I'm excited for that. Um, I guess we got to talk about it because it's kind of like the elephant in the room for me, and I want to know what your reaction was to it. And actually, I think I know, but I kind of want the people to know. So the ending of Dynamite. So before we go any, before we get into that ending of Dynamite, the Inner Circle started out Dynamite with uh, <laughs> they're the, the getting ready for their pep rally, and <laughs> they had bought a bunch of shirts because they <laughs> thought they were gonna win the Stadium Stampede. And then Santana and Ortiz had their boy for them go out and get it, like get three times the amount that they had in that truck. But don't worry, guys. They're putting them to good use because I'm putting it on the screen for you guys right now. Right now on ProWrestlingTees.com, the Inner Circle Stadium Stampede Losers shirt, which is the winner's shirt in their eyes, 50% off right now. That's crazy. On, on the Marketing. shop. 1250 right now you get yourself a a, t- a stadium stampede champions inner circle shirt which never happened so it's a rare shirt i mean i i for 1250 get your hands on a tw- on a rare shirt <laughs> thank pro wrestling pro wrestling's gonna thank me for the promoting there <laughs> that's great man it's cool like <laughs> so that happened in the beginning so then the pep rally happened they had vicky guerrero come out as a cheerleader oh man i uh, I okay, I get it. Like she, her, the whole screaming thing—it's annoying to me. But like the whole screaming thing, I could you, I can do without it. It, it is her her character thing though, and she came out with the cheerleaders. And I guess people were saying that she used to be a cheerleader back in the day. So good for her, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but the uh, inner circle came out. They had their little mini pep. I don't know what the table full of stuff was. That was the most disorganized pep rally I've ever seen. I don't know what was so pep about that. And it's probably because they lost and. No one kind of really gave a crap. They gave Sammy a scooter, which was hilarious. Sammy screwed up. I don't know if anyone caught it in the tunnel. <laughs> he dropped his other crutch in the tunnel. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Because yes. he was bringing stuff. to. Like, why is he bringing all that stuff to the ring? Why didn't anyone else help him and bring all that other stuff to the ring? Was- why was Sammy made to bring all that? <laughs> He's supposed to be playing off a quote unquote injury. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be in the vlog. Satan and Ortiz had nothing in their hands. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? But anyways, he got his scooter, which was funny. Um, Santana and Ortiz gave him a, a New York care pack. A your freaking Excalibur yell, say your on commentary, which is great. Uh, <laughs> they call it a New Yorkian care That's package. New York way, man. And, uh, what did he give Ortiz a cheese thing? What is that? What is that? What, 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 what's so New Yorkian about that thing? Like, I don't understand some of that stuff. Anyways. Um, I think it's a Bronx thing. And then Sammy, I guess, got Chris a cheese platter and stuff. And there was, you know, Jared's like, what happened to all the cheese? Someone ate the cheese. And then out came Mike Tyson and his entourage of people. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is where it all started going down for me and I think Tiff as well this is just after this this was just a part of my language this is a clusterfuck after this um it was just everything just all over the place I saw Vito Belfort was out there I'm like what 
It was a lot. It was uh, a lot. To, I couldn't do it without it. <laughs> and people were like making fun of Tyson. They're like, has he been? But, was he sniffing a little before the show? Like he was just all over the place. And I don't think he was. I think he. Had, I, Mike Tyson doesn't know how to entertain like a wrestler, right? He just he's out of his realm. Because <laughs> I I told Kyle this is setting up. This I told him the rumors that's been going on. He's been training, so I'm. He, he's been him, training boxing, but he's not no, training wrestling. That's a difference. Kyle, he is training for wrestling. I hate Tiffany. To break he's you. called out two different boxers. Kyle, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's called out two different boxers. Horses are telling me the okay, horses. He's training. The forces are horses. Horses. Oh my god. I don't know if the horses are know anything about Mike Tyson. Oh my god. Mike Tyson ain't wrestling. I'm telling you right now, he's gonna find someone to wrestle it for okay. him against so, Chris Jericho. So when this match happens at Fighter Fest, all right, Kyle owes me a pop. Okay? Like a pop. <laughs> I gotta do something crazy in the podcast. I'll okay. I'll do we'll we'll have like no, a fan if, vote. Okay, all right. If 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 I'm right. You need to mail me. I want some damn coffee crisp. Okay? okay. I want them and I will eat them on the podcast. Okay. What if I'm right? You're right. What do you want from New York? <laughs> I don't know. If if you're right. What's your least favorite alcohol? What is something you absolutely hate? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> alcohol is alcohol. You have to drink a whole White Claw on the podcast. Okay. Or many of them. I don't know. Okay. Or was it? No, not, it's not White Claw. What am I thinking of? Is it the Four loco drink that's like one of them is like pretty powerful? I don't even think they make those anymore. No. <laughs> no we'll think of something. Or I'll buy. I'll See, buy we're coffee. just as unorganized as that whole segment was. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> tequila. Yeah, tequila is yeah. good. No, tequila, no, because then I'll be sick. You don't want me sick. The cotton candy hey. flavored vodka I don't like, so. <laughs> if you have that much faith that you're right, you shouldn't have to worry. <laughs> okay, so it's done, but we shouldn't be drinking on the podcast. So. <laughs> I was going to, like, send you something from New York, but okay. <laughs> I don't know, you, I don't know what, I, what you have that I don't have up here. To- all right, fine. So si- simple deal. If, if, um. If you win, then I'm going to order you a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. If if I win, you have to buy me a shirt from Pro Fine. Wrestling Tees. Fine. Deal. Okay. Virtual Fine. handshake. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm telling you right now, he's not. I'm telling you, he is. Anyways, after, as for that segment, it was just a whole mess. And it ended the show with just, just chaos and... Um, even there was a, a footage of Jericho backstage, like beating the crap out of crap with, with with his bat, losing his mind, and then someone from that posse decided to break kayfabe and videotape himself while Jericho was talking and having fun with all of them. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and you can't really blame them, right? They don't know. It's not their realm. They don't know anything about kayfabe. But guys, kayfabe's been dead in wrestling for a long time. I don't know why we're all complaining about it. Uh, uh, anywho, Rihu. Uh, as for the rest of the episode of Dynamite, I thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, they hyped up next week with a big championship episode of Dynamite. I uh, don't remember anything else happening on Dynamite. I think Hikaru uh, Shida had a match against... Yeah, uh, Shida and then... Oh, what's uh, her name? Christy James. 
Chrissy James. That's it. So. Yeah. By the way, She's okay, interesting. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw this out there because I noticed it during this match, and I actually asked like Ray and April about this. But it's so funny. Like, if you watch, okay, don't judge me. If you watch uh, Jersey Shore or whatever like oh, that, Jay Wild went out with somebody that called. They named him. 24 and he was training to be a wrestler he was in the crowd he was in the AEW crowd I was like wait a minute like I had a double take I was like is that 24 <laughs> I was like yes I'm like oh my god but he's training to be a wrestler and I saw him in there so I was like oh shit <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> well if you watch the show go back and you'll see like what I'm talking about if you know you'll know what I'm talking about <laughs> This is important stuff, Kyle. Okay, okay? sorry. Things, okay? Guys, it's important things here. We only cover the best. Um, <laughs> anywho, Rehu, uh, as for the Tyson thing, I'm going to give one final response on that. I, I know it was for the ratings. That was obviously to gather huge rating spikes because it's Tyson, it's a name, and then the is posse behind it, and Jericho and, and him going at it, and they mentioned it was like a... They mentioned... a. a a thing from Monday Night Raw. They didn't say Monday Night Raw. They said a Monday night back in 2010 where this is all stemming from. So they're saying this is like a decade in the making. <laughs> so I hope to God it's not Jericho versus Tyson. But if you're right, Tiff, oh my God, I don't know what we're going to get. I don't I know if it's going to be good or not. That new private party shirt. <laughs> okay. Anywho. Uh, yeah, the Sheeta had a match against uh, that Christy Jane's girl. She was all right. She had a good gimmick, and you know she was twerking their booty all around, and you know, it was kind of like a, a fun kind of entrance. I don't know. Oops, it was all right. It was a good match. Sheeta just showing off that she's a world champion now. Good for her. So happy that Sheeta's a world champion. Happy with that. Holy Sheeta. Hashtag. And yeah, dynamite. Solid episode this week. Solid, solid, solid episode. Um, excited for next week as well. As for being the elite yes. this week. Yes. Yes, oh up. boy. Ooh, there was a lot going on. <laughs> the beginning of being had me laughing hysterically with Young Bucks dressing up as that weird, crappy Derby gimmick that they were going to have the revival have before they left. <laughs> They're just making fun of it. And right before, I love what Nick's saying, like, what the hell is a clock even for? <laughs> before they went to the intro. And then, uh, uh, I think it was Colt and uh, Kenny's thing that happened after that. Oh my God. Like they're in, you can hear the funniest thing is like, you hear them talking to each other through the wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I know it's being elite though. It's, it's no, supposed to be no, crappy. No, it's, that's what it's supposed to be funny. Like it's just, I was dying. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. It's, it's supposed to be your low budget show. <laughs> But you can hear them like arguing with the, the whole the whole Kenny and, and, and Colt thing's hilarious. Like your boy Colt Cabana is hilarious. I I can't I can't believe he, that he, he's he's one of your favorite wrestlers. It's great. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anyway, back to like Frankie and Scorpio busting like chops. Oh man, those two are hilarious. <laughs> like giving him shit for at the beginning for tweeting the, his support for each. And back at the hotel room, like, Christopher Daniels is like, oh, I'm going to support while he's shutting the door. <laughs> and like, we see you shutting the door. <laughs> oh, my God. But come on. That the best was the whole funeral, the funeral for Vanguard. Thing. Like, uh, oh, my God. The... <laughs> Color had a nice gash on his head from that funeral. Thinking that, like, he's like, oh, are you thinking that he's, like, the best man giving the speech? Yeah. 
I was like, no. And then what was it? Who oh, was it? Cody was all like dressed in the suit. Yeah. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, I just love we got my my boy Senior Benjamin. A little, a little. <laughs> he had a little footage there. <laughs> I love Senior Benjamin, man. We need more Senior Benjamin. I uh, Conrad asked in the chat. He goes, "Do you guys see SCU breaking up?" No. Mm, I hope not. No, this no, is just for BT. <laughs> no, because like, you know, you can think about the little bits that had kind of happened on Dynamite as well. I can see like the hints of it. I don't think so because that's money. I can see Chris Burdans retiring eventually and leaving SCU to those two. I don't think Kazarian and Scorpio are going to break up because Kazarian still got a lot in the tank, man. The guy still goes as hard as Scorpio does. Yeah, but like I would love to see Scorpio. Yeah, in a singles run eventually. Run. Yeah. Like I'd kill to see him in a singles run, and mm. then like him with the belt. I, like I've talked about this before. Like I would love, like again, that match that he had with Jericho on Dynamite. I feel like we we got you know ripped from it because like it was not enough time. I feel yeah. like that could have been such a solid, solid pay per view worth match. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think they're gonna break up. But, uh, yeah, so the funeral killed me. Um, Cutler, so, our boy Cutler. This whole Cutler thing, I'm, like, sitting there going, like, we did this. <laughs> we did this with him. We did. We did that interview. If you guys didn't see it, it's episode, what, 26? Episode 26, guys. Interview with Brandon Cutler. It's live on the channel. Go down and look for it. That whole thing that Brandon Cutler had, I'm like, we did this. All right. So. I'm like, Brandon Cutler, why didn't you mention us? Why didn't you say you did this? Like, why were we on being delete? Why didn't we come up? <laughs> I got a shit with you. Brandon I love Cutler. it. Like we got to like hang out with him and everything too. So, all right, let let's talk. All right, let's right. let I, let's talk about my favorite segment. Okay, let's talk about private. I knew, I knew this was coming. I was like, okay, I'm gonna let you. Let I'm gonna let you go. You gonna let me go? You gonna let me go? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let go of the rope. There you go. All right. First of all, first of all, first okay, of all, guys. First of all, I'm so excited. Okay, so if you guys saw the No Holds Barred Twitter account. Um, I'm going to interview Isaac Rodriguez, okay? And he is the one who's the genius who filmed and edited these videos. Ooh. So he, so I'm going to be on with him on Under the Ropes on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So please, you know, if you have questions for him, put it on that that Twitter account okay. for him. So that that's going to happen. Maybe so I will. I'm so, so proud of Isaac. I've been friends with Isaac for years now. Um, he's amazing. A lot of people in the chat, already know our boy Isaac. He, I, I'm so, so, so proud of him. Not only that, okay, besides the fact of private party, those are my boys, and I'm, I've been excited for weeks because our boy Bones is also <laughs> part of this. But we got to see Leroy Green, mm -hmm. who me and Kyle have also interviewed on the podcast. Yeah, the Switch there, too. The Switch Kid. The Switch Kid. So I can't, like, I, I'm screaming my brains out for every week of these episodes. Like, oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so proud of all of them. So I, I I had to make sure I get my point across during this with BTE because yeah. that's why I was like, I'm not even letting Kyle go there because I love them so much. Even like Cupid Girl, she knows again, like I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it out after this podcast. I'm gonna mm -hmm. put the, the post um the interview that we did with Leroy. So and then maybe I'll I'll get Leroy to come back onto the podcast because it's not even a problem so we can talk to him about it. But yeah, so make sure with that. But this this was so crazy. I love every part of this. I love the So it's basically a cinematic backyard yeah. match. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> this was that we saw that we saw the twelve dollars that was yes. taped. 
the ladder match that he's yeah. like, oh, it's a ladder match. And then like Isaiah's try, and I love like him trying to like hit the $12. <laughs> I was like, oh no, like. Again, if you do not understand where the bear came from, you have to go on Isaiah's Instagram. Yeah, so and part two next week. Part two. Yeah. Which it. also I Isaac will, you know, has uh, done. So I, I can't like I'm I'm proud mm-hmm. of these guys so much. So ooh, so will we see more of the boys that I know? I think so. Oh my goodness. Then we had some cutler um, footage of the double or nothing set. Oh my goodness. The color was in his own cutler footage. <laughs> um, I think SCU had a part after this. Uh, SCU, yeah, because they were talking about that, you know, that they lost, and mm-hmm. you know, Christopher Daniels like, "Oh, I'm here for both of you. I'm here. I'm just supporting SCU." So, um, and then of course, back to Cali, back to Sunny Cali. And that's really <laughs> you know. But oh, <laughs> color footage. Uh, yeah, we even see the whole Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and the Marco coming in, and he said that he was trying to find them, and he got stuck in the woods. <laughs> app and everything and he was looking for the tail and then it was apparently just a metaphor so um yeah so but yeah let's talk about the ending because i was flipping out i I also love like justin roberts's parts have been like slowly creeping up (laughs) oh yes yes and and now he finally like he's he's starting to do i don't know what's going on with that obviously the guy's still staying in uh quarantine yeah right um, so good for him. I can't wait for Justin Roberts to come back. I know Dasha Gonzalez has done a great job since he's been gone. She's, you know, it's a, she's a she brings a different style to the ring announcing. She I love the way she pronounce, pronounces the Spanish names and the Japanese name. Like she goes Hikaru Shida. I love love the way she does that. So, you know, can't wait to have Justin Roberts back. Yeah. But even before that, we had more Cutler footage of the Stadium Stampede <laughs> match, uh, and then we got like a like a like a back angle of like. Kenny's like one winged angel off the whatever that was in the stands. I was like, oh man, just yeah. <laughs> you see all the wrestlers' reactions. Who were like, oh, yeah, like you see Matt and Nick like jumping up and down, going uh, nuts. And then Tiff's favorite whoop, part, whoop. I'm assuming. Whoop whoop. <laughs> we had Hangman come in there and like saying that they need to kind of like rekindle everything, and then they all it's all it takes is going to take one person. They're like, we need to get into a circle. <laughs> Not a circle jerk, right? No, no, it's just a circle. And they're like, oh, which are, we're missing at least one thing or one person. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. oh, I forget what they said. They mentioned something that sparked Marty Skrull to come out of the damn closet. <laughs> and oh. then they thought he was a waiter or a waitress. And he's like, go away, British waitress. Okay. <laughs> you were dying at that part because you messaged me. I, and you were saying, and you I was just dying. dying. I'm like, British waitress. But I love I love Brandon. Oh. You idiots! You let him walk out and without <laughs> paying a tip. I was like, yes. Oh. I'm so glad that we got to like. That was interesting. We had Marty back in BTE. I was like, okay, yes. what does this mean? So I don't think it's going to mean anything. I just, it's just think BTE. It's gonna mean, I think he's just going to appear. They could really play this off. I feel like you know, like actually, yeah. me and Ray were talking about that. Ray was saying that that they could play off this whole concept that they just don't see him. Yeah. And just, you know, like he's trying to get seen and they still don't see him. 
So I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? Maybe, maybe. You well, know, speaking we, of BT, we don't know. We're no, we now know we're not getting Flip for a while. I seen he just re-signed with Ring of Honor, which good for him. Good for Flip, man. He loves Ring of Honor. He wants to stay there. You know, good for him. He, they can always come back on BT and do a book flip segment like he's done in the past. So, um, that could be the same thing with Marty. Marty could still be the Booker and want to stay the Booker there. He just appears on BT because you know those are his friends, and he's always going to have a spot on BT if they want to do a gimmick. So, yeah, it's interesting. I know he wants to build that relationship between Ring of Honor and AEW. So maybe it'll happen eventually. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen yet, but I think eventually that you know, hopefully we will get that one day. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. We've talked about before a New Japan AEW Super Show. What about a Ring of Honor AEW Super Show? Oh my goodness! Just like, there you go. The possibilities, which will be mm-hmm. great, I'm all for. But with BTE, the nice thing with BTE is like we've even seen WWE people be in the background. Yeah. You know? So it's just like kind of like maybe they're not looking at them. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, um, they had a was they had like a little like uh, lunch party or something after Double or Nothing. I think it was Sunday or Monday. They had like oh, a the Memorial, Memorial Day, Day luncheon. Yeah, that, yeah. And again, it always happens. Um, there's always one person that ends up going because he's dating someone in AEW that always gets show he's always in the background of someone's picture i feel like it, it's almost done on purpose at this point adam cole is showing in the back uh and he, was so- sh- and he was shown to talking to scu i'm like this means nothing <laughs> he's literally there because a nxt is in florida <laughs> and b his wife or girlfriend are they, are they married i remember no, they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Gr- like his girlfriend is an AW, so of, of course he's gonna get invited to that, and he's friends with the elite, so obviously he's gonna get invited to that. And I'm sure if anything were to go wrong, which I don't think so, because Adam Cole is money in WWE, and I think they see that. Is that if anything were ever to go wrong, and, and he was gone from WWE, he don't, he has a spot in AW because all his friends would welcome him in with open arms. But everyone right. was speculating like, oh, does this mean he's actually gonna leave NXT? He's gonna let his contract run out? I'm like, no. Triple H is a smart guy. Adam Cole is money. They're not letting that guy go ever. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no. well, I don't ever say. I know, like, but yeah, there's the term in wrestling. He hasn't. Um, don't ever say never. Right. He hasn't. Um, what's it called? He hasn't signed a new contract. He's kind of like let it, which is a good way to kind of like force to get more money as oh, well. Yeah. Or if if he if he does plan on staying WWE, but never say never because you don't know what could happen. And it sucks because you don't oh. know how they're going to use them on the main roster. We've seen that time and time again. You go from NXT to the main roster and it's just completely different. But anywho. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was BT. Good episode of BT. Solid. Interested to see how the revival play into it starting next week. Seeing how Dark is going to play out next week and then maybe another stacked episode and then Dynamite next week. A really stacked episode of Dynamite so far. With the three announced matches. So I'm excited. We're officially on the road, I guess, to Fighter Fest slash All Out now. So Ooh, I'm excited. So uh, yeah, I, miss, I miss it. Thank we're God. also starting the road to the AAP Twitter World Championship Tournament, guys. So make sure you guys look out for that tweet. I'll tweet a little bit after the show today of yeah. the tweet for you guys to vote in who you want the final eight to be in the tournament. And it'll next week on the podcast, I will reveal bracket one and the Twitter voting will begin next week right here on the Ollie podcast. We're here live each and every single week. We're on staying on Thursday nights, guys, 7 PM Eastern time. We'll be right here to give you guys the AEP podcast. So other than that, you know what else is important? Tiff, it has what? to do with tournaments. It has to do with the Ollie podcast. That's if everyone's following us on social media. 
<laughs> that is liking the fu- liking the network, especially the No Holds Bar Network, which we are on, and that is liking it on Facebook at No Holds Bar Network, uh, following it on Twitter at NHB Network, and then following it on Instagram at No Holds Bar Network as well. You can also follow the fo- uh, podcast itself on social media, like it on Facebook at All Elite Podcast. Follow it most importantly on Twitter. That's where you're going to want to see the main hub for this tournament at All Elite Pod, and follow it on Instagram at All Elite Pod as well. Also want to give a big shout out to Darren each and every single week. Darren of These Wolves does the song Dead to Me. It is our official theme song and he does also a bunch of other theme songs for the No Holds Bar Network. So thank you, Darren. Thank you very much for letting us use that, guys. Go show Darren some love. Follow him and check out the rest of his music. And thank you once again to all our on-the-go listeners who are listening on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, CastBox, Pocket Cast. If you're listening to us, thank you for downloading the episode. If you guys want to listen to the episode on the go or take AEP on the go, just search up the No Holds Bar Network and you will find the All Elite Podcast. Also, go check out Power Slam Wrestling Network, guys, and enjoy a one-month free trial with the code NOHOLDSFREE. It is an awesome way to catch up on some indie wrestling action. There's lots of different kinds of wrestling uh, companies on there like Evolve, like Progress. So go check it out, guys. Power Slam Wrestling Network. So, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good, Good shit. Stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, make sure you guys tune in on, on Sunday. Yeah, with Isaac. That would be an interesting interview to hear uh, his take on all that. Yeah, love it, love it. Those are his boys, too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I'm just gonna wrap it up here for the All Elite Podcast. I'm your host, as always, the self-proclaimed greatest host, Kyle Masters. Always joined by my co-host on the AEP Podcast. That is the Evie Piggles, the Heartbreak Chick, and the Queen of the Indies. She's Tiffany. Follow her at Loves to Dream 82. Follow myself at Real Kyle Masters. We will see you guys right here next week, next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here back on the Holes Bar Network for another episode of the All Elite Podcast. Take it easy. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.